This is How We See It, a look at issues that impact our faith and community. For the next few minutes, we'll explore topics with people who are making a difference in our world. Welcome to another edition of How We See It. I'm John Morris, and today I'm introducing one of our ministries here in the diocese, the Catholic Student Center at the University of South Florida. Times have obviously changed with regard to even attending class, how we deal with our faith on campus, how it has maybe grown, and maybe some of the challenges that students face today that they may not have faced back in the day. First of all, I want to introduce Father Kyle Bell, the director of the Catholic Student Center at USF. Father, welcome. Good to see you again. Good to be here, John. Thanks for having us. And also, I want to recognize Miggy Sumagang, who is the president of go. the Catholic Student Center. Yes, I am. Hello, John. Thank you for having us. Thanks for being a part of the day. Also in studio today, Catherine Quizon, who's one of the campus ministers. Hi, thanks for having us. All right. And then Celeste Poff, who's the secretary of the Catholic Student Center. Hey, thanks for having us. First, Father, how long have you been at the Catholic Student Center? I am now in my third year. So before that, you were at another parish. Correct. My first assignment was at St. Ignatius Catholic Church over in Tarpon Springs. I was ordained in 2018. Okay. And so been a priest for about a little over five years. Okay. It's evolved just in the time that you've been there. I've oh, seen yeah. some uh, growth on the on the property and growth in the number of people coming to the to center. Mm-hmm. Tell me about your personal experiences. How have you grown as a priest in your three years there? Well, it's such a unique ministry and such an important ministry. And so being at a a parish for my first assignment, you know, it's so diverse being in a parish. You're ministering to to everyone from the babies that you baptize all the way up to folks, you know, in the Knights of Columbus and Women's Guild and, you know, everything in between. And so at the Catholic Student Center, you're ministering primarily to college students, of course. Now, we do have a a stable community of about 100 registered families that call us their spiritual home. And so there is some diversity there still. But really, the reason we exist is to serve the campus of USF. It's a campus of 40,000-plus students. Every one of those students needs to know Jesus Christ. And so the work is never done. Now, how it's helped me grow as a priest is that it's introduced me into new dimensions of my spiritual fatherhood, I would say, Mm. Uh, that journeying with these students just on a day-to-day basis, getting to not just serve them liturgically or sacramentally, but getting to journey with them through all the things we ex- they experience as college students on the campus, getting to, to journey with them and to walk with them, accompany them. The Lord has just worked so much on my heart as a spiritual father, as a priest, helping me to see how he is at work in their hearts. Yeah, it's just a, it's a, Beautiful ministry. I'm so grateful uh, to be here. I was out on the campus a couple of years ago driving around the campus. When I was in school there in 87, 88, there might have been 6,000 people that lived on the campus, and there wasn't a lot of public housing around. There was mm-hmm. some, but not a lot off campus. Now, I don't recognize the roads. So many <laughs> dorms have popped up, and yeah. right on the property at the Catholic Student Center, you've built a residence as well. Sure, sure. So it's Bellarmine Hall. has about 400 beds. We are at full capacity for this year, and what it is, it faith-based student housing, and so it is not specifically for Catholics. Anyone can live there. Uh, all are welcome to, to, to live at Bellarmine Hall. But it is a, a mission field in itself. A lot of our students do live there, footsteps away from the, from the chapel, 
but not just our students live there. A lot of football players <laughs> that live there, mm-hmm. freshman football, football players that live at Bellarmine. And so what it is is it's a chance for us as the Catholic Student Center to just have that familial, to embrace not just the Catholics, but, but anyone who comes to, to live under that roof in Bellarmine Hall. We're all, all one, one spiritual family. We all embrace each other and journey together. So with that growth in population, have you seen an increase in participation at the Catholic Student Center? We have. When I first started in 2021, uh, we were just coming off of the COVID time, right? And so we did not know what it was going to look like. Prior to COVID, we had been in a real real big trajectory of growth um, under my predecessor, Father Justin Paskert, who had done a, a lot of great work. There had been great growth in the Catholic Student Center. Then coming off of COVID, we really didn't know. But what we found was that people were hungry, maybe hungrier than ever for community, for Jesus Christ, and just get, being able to get onto campus, just being able to, to provide a space and, and opportunities for encounter with the Lord and encounter with each other. Yeah, we've seen exponential growth uh, of the Catholic Student Center, and we are looking forward to even more growth this year and in the years to come. Well, with that growth, there's got to be some plans, and we've got the president here. Hello. Uh, Mickey <laughs> Sumagog, who's... Tell me a little bit about what your plans are for the future. What, what have you got planned for the immediate future here? Oh, man. Well, I ask myself the same question every <laughs> single morning. <laughs> that's why you have a good support <laughs> and staff And that's why I have too. my support system. I will say, as I wake up every day, it's, it's very much so just learning more about who Jesus is and what he has for me and really just trusting him, because... Yeah, I don't really know what I have in store for myself in the past or in the next five years. And so, so it's it's a little nerve wracking. It's a little scary. But ultimately, what I think what I've learned a lot through the Catholic Student Center is trusting the Lord through uh, these times in college where a lot of people are in the same boat as you, where you don't know what's going to happen in the next four years. Um, but every single day in the immediate, it's understanding who I am as the son of the father and who the father is and how much love he has for me that I still we'll never ultimately discover the fullness of until hopefully go heaven. So you're from the Bay Area. You've been a, you told me before we went on the air that you've been a big fan of Spirit FM, so yeah. we appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. Was it something where you said, "Okay, I'm going to be a student at USF and I definitely want to get involved or did they reach out to you or how, how did that work out with your involvement?" So, I went to Jesuit High School and shout out Tigers and their college counselors are really really good and I was deciding, I don't know where to go. And then they pointed out to me that there is a new residency next to the Catholic Student Center at USF called Bellarmine Hall, as we talked about. And immediately I was like, oh, I need to find a spiritual home at a college campus. Wow, I can live in an apartment center where there is literally a chapel on the first floor, open 24-7 with Jesus Christ fully present in the body, just there. And I found that I was really drawn into that really drawn into the incarnation, really drawn into a life where I really wanted to devote every single day um, to God, to the Eucharist, to prayer. And when I found out that USF had that, I think that's where I wanted to go. That was your answer to prayer, it sounds like. Yeah. Uh, Catherine Cuisan, who is one of the campus ministers for the Catholic Student Center at USF, what is is your background in doing ministry work? I grew up a youth group kid. That was the way I really got to know Christ was my parish, St. Francis Cabrini, up in Hernando through the youth ministry there and really encountered the Lord in a powerful way at a Life Teen summer camp right before going off to college. I went to the University of Florida, the public eye of the South, 
and that's state school. Um, Edit. <laughs> but I love it. It's only a matter of time. <laughs> um, yeah, but I went to UF and had been wrestling with the faith, but this encounter I had with the Lord at summer camp, just I knew that I needed to invest that I really was desiring more from life. The Christians who I had met were so joyful and alive, and I really wanted that. So I got involved with Catholic Gators up there in Gainesville, and it really just transformed um, my spiritual life, my personal life. And so that was where I really got to dive deep with the Lord, but also in ministering to others and discipling people through Focus, uh, the Fellowship of Catholic University students. I was involved in a sorority up there, and so it was really investing in the women who are around me and I knew that I wanted to continue doing that post-grad. And so I worked in youth ministry after graduating for a few years throughout this diocese. Took a little break from active ministry to have my children. And I'm very excited to be back with USF now. I, I consider our family to be like a satellite of USF. We've lived close by for so long and have just been going there regularly for mass for almost five years now. And have gotten to know the community through that way. And so it just felt very organic to come on staff and get to serve in a more intentional way. These people already like just had so much in my heart. And <laughs> yeah, it's a gift to get to walk with them more intentionally. Now. You mentioned something a moment ago. You said you were involved with a sorority at, mm-hmm. at UF. Was there a struggle between your faith and sorority? Or did you look at that as, hey, this is a mission field that I can help bring other girls along? Yeah, so my sorority was a unique one. It wasn't panhellenic on a council or anything. We were a Christian sorority, Sigma Phi Lambda, with about 40 chapters throughout the Southeast. So everyone who was there was Christian to some extent, by name, by practice. So everyone was rather friendly to Christianity. But even in that, there was such a need for conversion in all of our hearts. You had all of the typical struggles you would have in a sorority, people getting caught up in the party lifestyle of a university campus or just interpersonal conflict between women. And it really, I was the president of it my junior year of college. And my time with them just showed me the Lord's particular love for college students and for women especially, but also how much we all need him and how much we're all like in need of conversion. These were, you know, women who all identified as Christian, but we were not better than anyone else. We weren't unique in our struggles. Um, we were still encountering the same things people encounter on other places in a campus. But what was beautiful was really being able to like seek the Lord with those women um, and draw closer to Christ together. Celeste, tell me about your experience so far. How long have you been involved with the Catholic Student Center? So I actually was going to the Catholic Student Center for Mass since I was really young in like high school, middle school. So I got to see you know, the student participation and Father Justin and before since I was really young. So and then I had a ton of friends that went there. I had one friend who was the secretary and they just kept inviting me like, we love it. You should go. And I wasn't initially wanting to go to USF. I was looking at like Ave or St. Leo. But then like most of us, we found Bellarmine and we were <laughs> like, this is amazing. There's a great community here. There's a chapel on the first floor, which is amazing. Mm-hmm. So that's that's my initial involvement. And then this is my senior year, so last year, and it's been amazing. I would imagine for those students who have been involved since the early going and they hit their senior year and they graduate, that's a big time for them. Mm-hmm. And suddenly 
it's like, okay, I'm leaving the campus. Should I still hang out at the Catholic mm-hmm. Student Center, mm-hmm. even though I'm yes. moving on with my life? How does that play? And, and, and as Father said earlier in our conversation, there's a, a group of at least 100 strong that are still of all ages, because I've been there and I've mm-hmm. seen them. So uh, there, there is that opportunity to still stay in touch, isn't there? Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, we have so many alumni from not just USF, but other colleges as well come to our events. And I'm definitely going to be stay, sticking around, you know what I mean? <laughs> I, even though I'm graduating this upcoming year, I'm definitely going to be coming back. You mentioned alumni. I know that's a big push for the Catholic Student Center, and it has for years, just like the university in itself. They want those alumni to stay in touch, to help, honestly, to help support them mm-hmm. in, uh, in whatever stewardship they can provide. How is the Alumni Association going it's going very well. So we have a new chair of the alumni, Catholic Bulls Alumni Society. Her name's Lauren Piper. And we're very excited for how she's going to work with our, our development coordinator, Mrs. Ana Sanchez. And to really, well, our messaging and our, our belief, right, is that if you went to USF and you're Catholic, you're a Catholic bull. Whether you ever darken the doors of the Catholic Student Center or not, you're you're a member of our family. You're a member of so I'm of part our of the mission. family. Yeah, yeah. Well, hey, hey. Yeah. and so and so really to just let let our alumni and let even the the wider diocese in Petersburg family know that this is your campus ministry. This is this is now. There's a lot of great things happening at University of Tampa and at St. Leo's, but this is USF is is the state university that is local, right? And and there's so much good happening. Um, you mentioned uh, development. You mentioned uh, the need to, need for support, right? For a quick plug, <laughs> if, uh, if, you, if you would like to support our efforts at the Catholic Student Center, you can go to our website, catholicusf.org. That's www.catholicusf.org. There's a little donate uh, button you can click there, and there's many ways that you can give, can support our campus ministry. There's, I wonder if you've rehearsed that. Uh, it's many, many times. It's, it's been many, plugged many times. Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Hey, I was going to jump onto that also. Uh, if you are a, a Catholic, and we encourage everyone, everyone to participate in the Catholic Ministry Appeal. Absolutely. Because you're part of your gift to the Catholic Ministry Appeal helps support the missions like mm-hmm. the Catholic Student Center yeah. at USF. Yeah, the Catholic Student Center is is made possible in part by the Catholic Ministry Appeal and by the generosity of our donors. And so there's never a shortage of need, put it that way. Uh, with 40,000 students across the street, got to get out there. Mm-hmm. Without you giving up confession, what are some of the topics that come up from students? What, what's on their heart that they're, they struggle with in generalities that you hear? Because I know sometimes you'll go onto the campus itself and hear confession, They'll come to the center or they'll just see you and, and maybe not even so far as formally confess. They just want to talk. What are the things they're struggling with today that maybe they didn't do when you and I were in school? Two big things. I would say relationships. So that's friendships. That's dating. That is family, right? Which I think is pretty universal. We all struggle with, with our relationships in making sure that they remain godly and centered on Christ. The other thing that I would say would be discerning what the Lord's voice sounds like. What does God sound like versus what does the enemy sound like? And what does he sound, what do those voices sound like in different situations and in different moments? One of the things that, that I see, not just in our students, but among young people, is there's a lot of, a lot of self-condemnation. And many times that will manifest itself in scrupulosity, 
or that will manifest itself in focusing a little too much on my imperfections, meaning that thinking that I'm not lovable, I'm not doing it perfectly. Whereas, what is, okay, what does the Lord sound like? When I fall, when I fall into sin, what is the Lord saying? How is he inviting me deeper into relationship with him? And certainly if there's any con- condemning voice, that's not him. That's not what he sounds like. And so I think that journeying with students in their relationships, broadly speaking, dating, friendships, family, classes, work, and then that foundational relationship, what does the Lord sound like? What does his voice sound like? And how do I discern his voice versus the enemy's voice versus my voice? And I only want to listen to the Lord because the enemy hates me and I've got my own neuroses. <laughs> and, so, and so I really only want to listen to, to that, one, that one voice. I think that's the, the great thing about Catholic Student Center being right there on, on campus or just across the border. But having Jesus there is that a student of any faith background can get good guidance. Mm-hmm. It's right there. But sometimes it takes courage to be able to yeah. open up. You put the flag out and you sit on a bench <laughs> uh, uh, you know, on the campus and people just, they come to you. What kind of response do you get? I mean, do they line up or is it just one will come and sit down and that'll open the door to somebody else? Talking about confessions on campus? Yeah. So my experience has been that early on in the semester, whether it's the fall or the spring, folks walking by will by and large kind of ignore <laughs> or they might or they might see you and they won't want to make eye contact, you know? Uh, now You're our students draw them in. Right, yeah. Now now our students know that know that I'm there and I'll get many regulars who will come. Um, there are Wednesdays and Thursdays during the during the school year. But as the semester goes on, if I'm consistent and I'm there every week, I have usually past the half point of the semester, halfway through, I will start to get certain folks coming and saying, Are you are you are you a Catholic priest? I've seen you out here. Are you a Catholic priest? I've always wanted to ask this, or I've always wondered that. And so I think that that ministry of presence, that being present and being a, a calm non-judgment that is inviting into relationship is just so key. And, and just showing that you care is so qualitatively different than so much of what these students and really anybody encounters day to day, that you're willing, that you want to listen and that you're there to love them. Do you ever have uh, professors, faculty that will stop by, stop by, or is it mostly students? Oh, sure, sure. We got it. Uh, I get professors. I get faculty. I've got. I get university staff. Like I said, there's no there's no shortage of need for the students in the room. Things have evolved pre-COVID. Everybody was generally going to class. Saw so there was some online. Now it seems like, at least what I've heard, that there's more online learning. How has that affected building relationships? with other students inside the classroom i want to i don't want to speak for everyone but for me i haven't really found my friends or long-term connections in the classrooms because now that there's like online classes um everyone's pretty much like go in do the class like leave to wherever respective club or you know back home wherever they are so really relationships have been in the clubs in the catholic student union at least for me or in your community the place where you live Mm -hmm. so bellarmine yeah, it's it's really difficult to connect with people who are on a screen. Mm-hmm. I find it kind of kind of representative of how the Lord 
seeks us in his physical presence. And yeah, just bringing Christ wherever we go is very difficult through a screen. I personally prefer uh, in-person learning. Something about the human connection is so potent for me, and it is difficult, but where there's a will, there's a way. We're talking religion here, and that's one of those topics that sometimes at the dinner table, you don't talk about when it's a mixed crowd or you don't know them. (laughs) How does that play with you guys? You know, you're trying to spread the good news in a sense or or be a a light in that sometimes dark world of a college campus. How does that play or does it ever come up in conversation? Maybe you're doing group projects if, if they do that anymore. Hey, you know, you, <laughs> you just drop the thing. I've got to finish this by six because I've got to get to mass. <laughs> yeah, you yeah, know yeah. what I mean? You drop those kind of hints there. I think for me, um, in my own personal experience, there's been a lot of times where people have asked me, like, where where do you find your joy from? Um, I'm one who tries to monitor what I say as well. So they often say, like, you don't really use a lot of swear words. And I was like, yeah. I mean, it's just like, in, in, in trying to pursue modesty, it's trying to show the Lord through my body that he is here. And so I forgot the question. <laughs> hey, I'm right there with you, so I don't know what I asked. You know, just uh, as far as building relationships, oh, uh, right. uh, dating, and, and just trying to convey your faith, your belief, without stepping on toes, I'll say. Because mm-hmm. sometimes we get too careful and... Maybe God's calling us to a little more, but you just have to mm-hmm. kind of know your audience a little bit, I guess. And so I think it's, it's again, representative of Christ of he meets us halfway. He meets us where we're at, you know, and we meet these college students, our peers, where they're at, um, which is in the classrooms, which is in the dining halls. And simply just showing the love of Christ that you've received through the Catholic Student Center, through prayer, through your family, and showing that onto the college campus is a great way of like, wow, I have something that I want to give to the world, which is joy. And when someone asks me, where does I come from? Boom, right there and then you can start to evangelize. Well, honestly, I just love Jesus and he's worked in my life so potently that I just am so joyful. I'm so thankful for him. And that's a great in just to see like, this is where the world needs and this is where I am called to serve. Are you guys involved in other extracurricular activities besides the Catholic Student Center? USF Bulls, do you go to football or basketball games and that sort of thing? Uh, we, yeah, I mean, that's we're thing. not known for the best sports well, teams. Listen, so. I, that was the it's, same back in the 80s. Yeah, too, so it's so not the not most fun to go to games. I mm. have gone to games. Sure. It's just, they involved. need to start no winning shame. a little They need more. to start winning. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Should so. they build a stadium on campus? I think yes. they are. I think they are. They? Well, they are. They, they've said they are and they have oh. the money. They're finalizing plans, but... If they do, it'll be right across the street from us. It will. And so we're looking forward to that day, if it happens. (laughs) Uh, Are are you being sarcastic? No, no, I'm serious. Like, if Mm -hmm. you look at whenever you see the little outline or picture they have in, like, in the paper, you see the side of the stadium, you see 50th Street, and then there's the CSU right there. (laughs) And so literally right across the street. uh, I can see $100 to park. (laughs) Oh, hey. Way way ahead of you, John. So um, being on a a liberal college campus can be tough. Catherine, I'll I'll address this to you. You were involved in a sorority at at, uh, UF. Now you're you're a mom and and, and doing some ministry work at the Catholic Student Center. Is there a conflict that do the students express this to you when you're trying to do ministry with them? I mean, I know there's pressure because I've sort of heard it alluded to when you're trying to find that balance of, hey, let's party. But I know I got to be at mass at nine the next morning, so I can't I can't go too hard. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, you know that kind of thing. Yeah, I think 
I mean, that's what college young adulthood really is, right? It's this period of wrestling and self-discovery and um, really just coming into your identity. I mean, for myself personally, that was a huge part of my college experience. Like, who am I? What does it mean to be Catholic? What does it mean to be a gator? Like, all these different things. And now, what does it mean to be a wife and a mother and to enter into this career? Young adulthood is just almost defined by that discovery of identity and you see that on a college campus it's so easy to place our identity in these little things what my major is what my career will be what I'm going to go and do post-grad who I'm dating um, my sorority my fraternity what kind of things on campus I'm involved with and those can all be good I love being a gator and I love being (laughs) a phylum and I love being a catholic um, and a wife and a mother which are so good but that's not all that I am. Um, Edith Stein, St. Teresa Benedicta, whose feast date is tomorrow, she has this incredible quote in one of her essays of, no woman is only woman. And I think it's really hitting on this struggle of discovering, like, who am I? I'm more than all of these things because ultimately I'm a daughter of God and I'm, a, I'm beloved. And that's our theme for this year is belovedness. Yay! Because really what we're here to do is help these students grow in prayer, grow in relationship and community, but really enter into that identity of beloved. And when you're living from your belovedness, it changes your world and it changes the world around you. I mean, these students here, you know, Miggy is like one of the most joyful people you know. That's why my kids love him so much. Um, (laughs) But it's this joy of the Lord that he has. And when people see that, they see a life that's different. They see a life that's, that's, that's set apart. And right, that's what it means to be sacred. When we're living differently, when we're living a holy, rightly ordered life, when we're living from our belovedness, it's attractive to people. And they might not know what it is that's attracting them, but they want to get close to that. And so our students, like they have this home at the student center, but ultimately they have to go out into these different arenas of campus life and live out their belovedness there and then draw others into that relationship with the Lord. Father, in the remaining time that we have, Kids looking for next year, maybe coming. Parents are checking out schools. They want to make sure that their kids are off on the right foot and have some sort of faith foundation because they went to church growing up. Now they're being pushed, not pushed out. They're, they're setting sails for college. <laughs> and they want to know that there is a rock they can stand on. Why should they get involved with you and the Student Center? Community is not optional. And you will... Find community wherever you you can in college. That rock needs to be Jesus Christ and his community, the church. Now, there are other communities. There's there's wonderful sororities and fraternities. There's wonderful clubs. But that foundation needs to be our Lord. At USF, what we strive to do is we strive to evangelize the campus and to form young hearts to be lifelong disciples of Jesus Christ. We have a wonderful community of young men and women who— are striving to know the Lord in a deeper, more profound way every day. And they would love to get to know uh, you, young student who's looking at USF as a possibility. Uh, Mom and dad, they would love to get to know you and and your your son or your daughter. We would love to journey with them, uh, to, to have the CSU be their home away from home in college. And so if you are looking at USF, if you're looking at USF as a possibility for this year, next year, if you're getting ready to be a freshman at USF, come on out. Come on out to 
our Welcome Home Weekend events on the 19th and the 20th. Uh, Saturday the 19th, we're going to have our 5 p.m. Vigil Mass, followed by some music from Spirit FM and some yeah. pizza. And on Sunday morning on the 20th, we're going to have a brunch after the 10 a.m. Mass and entertainment and then a dessert social after the 7 p.m. Mass. All great opportunities to get to know wonderful students like Celeste and Miggy, to get to know Catherine and uh, we didn't even get to talk about our missionaries, our SPO <laughs> missionaries, uh, the Brothers of Hope. We're going to have Brother Ray Morris. Uh, we're going to have a, such a beautiful, wonderful team to serve these students this year, the journey with them. And so uh, community is not an option. You're going you're gonna to need community. You're going to have community somehow. What's the website? www.catholicusf.org. Friends, thank you so much for being a part of the show today. I hope that those that field... That garden that you planted continues to grow great fruit and uh, prosper into the coming years. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank, Thank you, John. you so much, John. Thanks for listening to today's program. This presentation and others like it are made possible by supporters like you. If you'd like a copy of today's program, make comments or suggestions, and to help us keep this important programming on the air, visit myspiritfm.com slash how we see it.